mic on? All right, fantastic. Welcome to Muni Radio, Friday night, November. How are you guys doing? We have a great show for you tonight. We have the amazing Pam Benjamin, who runs basically all of San Francisco comedy. Pam, do you want to go first? I want you to go first, if that's okay. All right, she just crushed it. She didn't win, but she crushed it last night at the Alameda Roast Battle. So give it up for the amazing godmother of comedy, uh, Pam Benjamin. Keep your hands clapping for Anthony Mitchell, your host tonight. Real people in the audience, exciting. Hey, no, am I going to be on your TikTok? Seriously, you have a TikTok? Do you really? Do you have a TikTok? I, we're too old for TikToks. You, oh my God. So before TikTok, there was this other thing. What was it called? Like Musical.ly or something? And I was nannying this child. And she was like nine. And she said, Nanny Pammy, when are you going to be a real person and get a smartphone? And I was like, uh, never. Like, and I, I eventually had to. And then she said, and, and if you did, what songs, what would you do for Musical.ly? And I was like, Sweet baby, nobody wants to watch a 40-something-year-old woman like shaking her ass to some fucking Alicia Keys song. Uh, I don't even know. I'm so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. But she was so cute. And I was just like, um, not unless I show a little nip, you know? Who's going to fucking watch my musically? Anyway, that was before TikTok. The kids, the kids. I didn't mean to talk about that. Uh, but I don't understand apps. I can't figure out Instagram for the life of me. I have no idea. The only thing I understand is Facebook, which is embarrassing, which is like, I'm so old, I understand Facebook. But I've never done any internet dating. I've never had a dating app, not a profile. Did you guys meet on an internet app? It wor- So it works. You met on Hinge? You hinged it? And it isn't their thing? You- I, well, I saw it on the BART. Their whole tagline was like, use us and you'll never have to use another dating app again. And it's like, okay, whatever. Oh, you still, oh, oh, all right, all right, that's right, all right. You get into couples, farmers only. That sounds like fun. I haven't ever been on any dating apps ever. No Bumble, no Craigslist misconnections, nothing. Like a fucking unicorn. And I've asked people, if you decide to be on the internet dating, like, what do you do? And women will usually say, you need to raise the bar. And if you ask men and they say, well, lo- lower that bar way, way down. And I'm like, don't you just meet at the bar? <laughs> what happened? And does anyone have a personality anymore? We're just scared. We have to have fill out a survey before we actually talk to somebody because we might not like them. Like, fuck you. Anyway, so I, have n- I meet men in public. Hey, so I was smoking outside of a bar. And this fire truck came by, woo, 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 and then out of it poured many hot men, <laughs> in uniform, and they had axes, and they ran up into this building and saved someone from like an opiate overdose. I don't know what happened. It was on Sixth Street, and when they came back down, like I waved at one, you know, and then he waved back, and I like gave him a little shoulder nod, and he like winked, and I was like, oh my god, we had super vibes, right? And then I'm so stupid, I didn't write down the name of the truck number, the number. So how am I gonna find this fireman again? So what I did the following week at the exact same time, I paid a questionably housed man 20 bucks to start a garbage can fire. That's my version of Tinder. (laughs) I think I'm so fucking clever. Okay, that's my Tinder joke. Everyone's got one. How about this? 
I just started. Are you going to honk me? That's, I'm, I got to be at three or four. I'll leave you with this, though. I just, thank you. I, ju- I just kind of, I'm 48 years old. I'd never watched porn before. I was never. And then I learned what, what an incognito browser is. And I'm like, oh, my God. <gasps> so no one has to know. I know someone knows somewhere. But the only thing I like is, um, I'm so embarrassed I'm going to mention this, twink gay orgies. Oh, my God. Skinny. <gasps> I, I can't, I don't like watching girl, anything happen to girls because I think they're acting and they're not having any fun. But those gay twinks, they are having the best time. They're having so much fun. It's like joy. And it only takes me like, you know, 20 seconds to come. So it's like so easy. I just turn it off. It never happened. All right. Now all of you know way too much about me. I've been Pam Benjamin. Bye. Give it up for Pam. Thank you, Pam. All right. My name's Anthony Mitchell. I'll be your host for tonight. Thank you for having me. It's been a, how's everyone's week going? It's been a strange week, hasn't it? Uh, Donald Trump announced he's going to run for president again. Ooh, yeah. Big Joe Biden fans in the house. All right. Yeah. It's a a divided room. We don't like Trump. We don't like Biden. Who should we go for? Dave Chappelle for president. Yes or no? Yeah. The room settles it. All right, Dave Chappelle for president. Uh, So Trump announced he's running for president. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is stepping down as a House speaker. Uh, And to make it even worse, I couldn't get my Taylor Swift tickets this year. Like, I'm not old enough to remember 9-11, but this feels a lot worse. Um, I get a, do you remember 9-11? Of course, you were there? (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Uh, I get a lot of uh, comments on the way that I look. Um, You know, I can feel the judgment right now. Uh, I get it, people tell me a lot, huh? Well, most people tell me I look like Super Mario who likes to get pegged. Uh, but in reality, I'm just Italian. Which, it's interesting being Italian nowadays because it's like the last group of people you can just be openly racist towards. Yes, I mean, Guinea, Wop, Dago, Goomba. These are all malicious racial slurs and I have no idea what any of them mean. And I refuse to learn. All I know is that my grandma hates being called all of them, so uh, it's going to be a fun breakfast tomorrow. Uh, It just feels weird in today's day and age because, you know, about a few years ago, a few people complained, and now Apu is not on The Simpsons anymore. And then a few months after that, uh, they canceled Pepe Le Pew for being accurately French. But in the not-so-recent movie Ratatouille, the name of the main guy who gets controlled by the rat, his name, Alfredo Linguini. I mean, what kind of weird backwards racism is this, right? I mean, Pixar wouldn't do this for any other group of people. They wouldn't, you know, they're not going to make a movie next year about an Asian woman named Kim Chi, will they? Think they're going to have a little chicken sidekick named General Tao? No. Could you imagine if when they make Coco 2, they just rename the main character Bean Burrito? 
No, they wouldn't do that. Only to Italians. Um, I don't care. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm white, and I'm I feel like I hit the jackpot on it. Like I'm ha I'm not proud that I'm white. I'm just happy that I'm white, and that's a very big distinction that I feel like I need to make. Uh, I've been seeing this girl recently. Um, I met her on a dating app, obviously. Sorry, Pam. Uh, and you know, when we were talking on the app, she told me that like, oh, she likes men who make uh, crazy, rash decisions, you know, with no uh, no concern for tomorrow. So uh, when I finally took her home that night, I uh, stole her schizophrenia medication. She was a completely changed woman on date two. It's okay, you know, she's a nice person, great personalities. Uh, one of them... One of them's very flirty. One of them thinks she's gonna get killed by the cops. Uh, none of them offer to pay for dinner, but okay. Uh, I've actually done some soul searching and I realized that uh, every woman I've dated has had some severe mental illness. And I'm starting to think it's a reflection on who I am as a person. And I don't like it. Is it because I'm tall and I look like a tree? I provide shade for the mentally ill? Am I just a young Dr. Phil? One woman I dated, you know, she was bulimic, so I was like, you know, some women, they just don't eat. That's normal, right? The next woman I dated, uh, severe anxiety and depression. Turns out, I was the one making her anxious and depressed. <laughs> it's cool, though. Um, where was I going with this? Women? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm hosting tonight, so I'll circle in jokes throughout the night. Uh, we're going to move on to our next comedian. Uh, it's his first time here. He looks great. Give it up for Machine. Oh, fuck. On the spot. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, thank you, Anthony and Pam Benjamin. Fucking hell, what a hard-working lady that is. 11, 12 years in comedy now in San Francisco and killing it off to Hayward tonight. Quick reset before she went. Well, Anthony as well, fucking up and coming, brilliant. So what's up, bitches? Well, sorry, I actually, I actually meant to say uh, non-binary, non-canine uh, sheeple. How are you all doing? You all good? <laughs> good. <laughs> what is it with the? Uh, this, but I broke my toe at 4.30, so I've been fucking in agony. So no painkillers, because I had to make sure that this was um, this was going to go without a st uh, stomp. So how are you all walking, ar walking around conforming with your non-conformity? What's trending this week? What's trending in San Francisco? Anybody know? No? And what's up with all with all the, with all you uh, American American males this millennium? Silence in the room. You're all American males, are you? No, me neither. I'm from Scotland. Fucking hell. But what's up with you? You're all scared of women, but yet you disrespect your mothers. Yet you know where the the best brunch spot is for the week, and it just happens to be your mom's house where you're still fucking living. <laughs> so keep enjoying it. I don't know if you all saw the Dave Chappelle show, but I think he was wrong about the two words that he was going to uh, use on Saturday Night Live. There's a, there are two other words that should not be mentioned in San Francisco. 
two words that if the mention of them will be have repercussions near and far, you'll be ostracized from this city. And no, it's not tennis players, because they've been living in the 70s trying to keep the courts going. It's not tennis players. This is going to split the room and split the radio. If the radio blows up, it's not my fault. Dog owners. What the fuck is with you dog owners? I fucking love dogs. I look after dogs. Take them for walks. Have them for five months at a time while they're fucking people are locked up or away on holiday, as they tell me. And but I've, what, the things that I've seen with dogs latest, recently, it looks like some Japanese dude has brought over an AI. It's a fucking labradoodle with tight fucking knit hair, and it walks around. You might have seen it. It has oven mitt ears, so they actually look like oven mitts, where it must keep all its fucking extra batteries or something. And it walks around, and it's fucking this size, and it just goes like that. It doesn't lift its leg like this. It lifts it straight out like that, and pisses straight, straight over to the side, like with fucking brilliant accuracy. Apart from this one time when I saw him, it was a scaffolding. His owner's on there, on the phone, looking at the phone, and the dog's having its usual morning piss, lifts its leg up there like that, as the lady's walking past, on her fucking cell phone, looking down, he's on his cell phone, and I'm like, miss, as the dog fucking urinates this thick yellow stream from its cannoli-like cock, which could actually be a fucking, um, half a, half an Irish sausage roll even, it was, it's just, it's got to be an AI dog, it just has to be, and just pisses all over this woman's skirt, and as she's walking tomorrow, she goes, Tell me that did not happen. And I say, that didn't happen. She goes, fuck my life. As she walks past, covered in thick yellow urine from the dog's first piss of the day. Just down the road here. Just down the road here as well. I'm walking, I'm driving along my work truck. Just down on 17th and about fucking uh, Rhode Island there. I'm coming along and I was watching this. It's going really, traffic's going slow. And this lady's walking her chihuahua. She was like 60 years old, walking her chihuahua, wearing a big coat, but on her phone. And this Mercedes is coming at the same time to the stop sign. And she's on her phone as well. Surprise, fucking surprise. And they're both like old enough to know better. And as she lets her little doggy out on the wire, on the wire leash, and the dog only knows, it doesn't know the stop sign. It knows it has to stop at the road if it's got a slight tug on the leash. But no. It just fucking walks out because she's not paying attention and the Mercedes stops at the stop sign right on top of the little chihuahua as it screams blue fucking murder, screams. And I was going to stop and stomp that little guy's head and fucking put it out of his misery right there as it's stuck under the front wheel of the car and the two women are stuck there screaming, screaming, the one's screaming, the other one's screaming, she doesn't know what she's done yet, she gets out the car. I was going to stop, but no. Those women deserve those medical bills for that little chihuahua have two, to have two wheels for the next 15 years and then tell the story about what fucking idiots they are. Thank you. I up on this. It's something you can get up on a hug and a kiss. Come here, baby. Yeah. Give it up for Machine. Yeah. You know, you really remind me of, like, Harry Potter's uncle on a night out. All right, your next comedian, come to the mic. Very funny, Dan Lewis. We need to talk about things. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. See, it really don't matter because it's all Thanks, about Thanks, guys. How's it going? Cool. Cool. 
Great job. Now, what's your name again? Ma Say again. Machine. Okay. Okay. Cool. How do you spell that again? Oh, Mac Macheiny. Really? It's like that. You're familiar with that trick that people do, right? With the Macheiny. You've not heard of this? When you ask people to sub spell. McDonald or make this, then you say M-A-C-H-I-N-E, and then they go McHine. They never recognize that it's machine. I mean, it's kind of a childish thing, but I didn't know if people know about it. Great job. Interesting to see a Scottish man dressed as uh, legendary American singer Roy Orbison. That's a very good. These kids have no idea who Roy Orbison is right there. It means nothing to you, does it? Pretty woman. You got it. He's great. Anyway, but just, you know, Scottish man looks like Roy Orbison. It's very interesting to me. That's like seeing John Wayne in a kilt. Clue, utterly clueless. No idea who John Wayne is. No idea who Roy Orbison is. Does anybody know who John Wayne is, by any chance? John Wayne, right? You know what his real name is, by any chance? Marion Morrison. Marion Morrison. Yeah, that's why I thought they were going to change the airport, the name of the airport. He got kind of like posthumously canceled because of his behavior, and Bur what is it, Burbank, the Burbank Airport, or one of those airports is called uh, John Wayne Airport, I've, and they had changed the name. I felt like they should have just changed the name to Marion Morrison Airport. Wouldn't that have done, wouldn't that have been better? These kids don't remember, it was, uh, you know, your host brought up the 9-11, none of these people remember 9-11, none of that. I remember it, uh, I was 26 years old, and I just had a brand new job. It was a Tuesday, right? Brand new job started Monday. I'm sitting in the office, everybody's like, it's downtown Chicago, big high rise. Everyone's like, we're out of here, we're leaving. And I was like, you know how at a new job, you don't want to like ruffle any feathers? So I was just like, I'm staying. So I just stayed in this giant office building all by myself, like looking over the employee manual. I was afraid to leave. That captures my personality perfectly right there. And if that building would have been hit, what a mystery that would have been. Who was this mystery man and why did he stay? Interesting. It was on a Tuesday, right? Like we said. I don't think 9-11 should be on 9-11 every year. We shouldn't commemorate it on 9-11 because it was a Tuesday. That was kind of an important thing, right? It should be more like Thanksgiving. We should celebrate it on the second Tuesday of September. People be like, when's 9-11 this year? You're like, oh, it's on the 13th. I always forget. I was reading about, I don't know if you guys know about Catherine the Great, speaking of history. Catherine the Great allegedly rumored uh, to have di uh, died uh, having sex with a horse. Have you heard about this? That's true. I feel like back then they really, they really had different standards for greatness, didn't they? Right? What the hell did Ivan the Terrible do? That's what I want to know. Ooh, I'm getting old, guys. Uh, I don't know. I feel like yeah, here's, I recently got one of those phones that has like the facial recognition, like it unlocks and sees your face, you know? And uh, here's how it is for me in the morning. I look like such shit. My phone won't recognize my face right when I first wake up in the morning. It just makes me put the code in. And I'm like, I can fix this. I'll just, I'll just reset the face ID to recognize the morning face. That way it knows that one, and it knows my regular one from later in the day. Problem solved. Except for later, I got out of the shower, walked by my phone, and my ball sack unlocked the phone. I can't have every ball sack my phone sees unlocking it like that, okay? It sees hundreds of ball sacks a week, okay? Cool. It's got one of those, uh, my, my roommate left, uh, left the apartment and he left uh, a wrapped 23andMe test, a brand new 23andMe test. I've never had any interest in this, but I thought, well, maybe I should do it since it's here. And I was telling my friend about it and he goes, uh, whatever you do, don't do that 
23 and Me. I was like, why? And he says, that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Right? So his, his advice for not being caught as, like the Golden State Killer is uh, don't do the test. Not don't murder 13 people. <laughs> that's good advice for a lot of things, actually, when you think about it like that, right? Pregnancy test, COVID test, just don't take the test. What's the problem? Your kid's like, Dad, am I dumb? You're like, listen, kid, don't take the test, okay? Whatever you do, do not take the test. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I'm not going to kill 13 people. He's like, I don't know how the rest of your life is going to go. I don't know, right? By the way, uh, one good way to not get caught if you have killed 13 people already is kill one more person. Because killing 13 people, that's got to be bad luck, right? Cool. I'm glad this has gone well. Guys, I never go into any sexual encounter with confidence. I don't know about you. I've never gone into a sexual encounter with confidence. I've, I've been confident, but that is faked confidence. It's exactly like a job interview for me. I wear something nicer than I usually wear. I pretend that I have skills that I don't have. And I just figure if we get to the point where they find out that I don't have any of these skills, they're just going to have to train me. I don't know what, what the story is. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. But uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Amazing. Give it up for Dan Lewis. Whoa. Your next comedian coming to the stage. He's very funny. Give it up for Derive. You ever at a stand-up show and realize you made a mistake taking a 23andMe test? Just happened to me. Um, so, um, the other day I was talking to a friend and, um, you know, she was telling me, you know, obviously I think unsolicited dick pics are horrible, but part of me is a little bit offended because I consider myself a hot girl and I've never received one. So I did what any friend would do. I uh, created a fake Instagram profile and I sent her a DM of my penis. Uh, so anyway, uh, I saw her the next day. She seemed like she was in a bad mood or something. I was a little confused. I thought she'd be feeling more confident. So anyway, I go up to her. And I'm like, hey, what's wrong? She was like, oh, I don't know, dude. Yesterday, someone sent me a picture of a child's penis on Instagram. I don't know why people are sending me child porn. That's pretty weird. That was weird. Uh, so, um, when I come to these open mics, people ask me, like, why why do you decide to get started with comedy? You, sir, um, is there a reason why you decided to get started? <laughs> That's a great reason. Yeah, no, you go to open mics, and you're like, yeah, I can definitely do better than that. But, um, yeah, no. Um, how about you, Mr. Host? You got a, you got a reason for just uh, getting started with comedy? Hate yourself? All right. Yeah, I got motivated by self-hatred. I'm glad, man. You're just like, fuck, dude. I, I don't want to look like a peg Super Mario and just die like that. No, that's that's a good reason. I mean, personally, my reason, like, I'm not really trying to make friends. I'm not really trying to improve myself. I'm just, I just want to be like Pete Davidson, man. Uh, that's my real end goal here. Like, um, for, for the older folk who may not know who that is, um, uh, you, you guys know who he is? Well, he's on a, his, like, unprecedented winning streak right now. Like, this guy's like, is dating all the hottest girls in the world just consecutively. Like, nobody's done that since John F. Kennedy in the 1960s, okay? And the CIA had to kill him because he was getting too many hot girls. I'm also a history tutor on the side, so. Um, yeah, no, dude, it's, it's, cr it's crazy, man. 
It's true, man. CIA had to murder that guy. They were like, yeah, dude, this guy pulls way too hard. But um, anyway, yeah, no. Uh, Pete Davidson just absolutely murdering it right now. And like, honestly, I think what Pete Davidson is doing is a lot more impressive than what John F. Kennedy did. Because women have gotten way hotter since the 60s. Like, some older folk are, are offended when I say that. But like, dude, Emily Ratajkowski, I don't know how to say her name, but she's way hotter than Marilyn Monroe, man. If you dropped her in the 1960s, dude, men would be having seizures, dude. They wouldn't be able to process what they were seeing. It'd be nuts. Okay, and she's Jewish too. Okay, if you dropped her in Germany in the 1930s, dude, she could have prevented a lot of bad things from happening. They, they would have, like, stopped that master race bullshit right there, dude. They would have been like, dude, Jewish people are awesome. I think they would have, man. I'm dropping some history knowledge here. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But, um, yeah, dude. Emily Ratajkowski, dude. I think that's how you say her name. But, um, yeah, dude. Women have gotten way hotter, dude. It's, it's like, I don't know what it is. Is it increased knowledge of nutrition? Like, better knowledge of workout routines? Better makeup? I don't know, dude. Uh, it, it's weird because over that same time frame, men have stayed the same or even perhaps gotten uglier. It's like a mystery. Uh, someone's got to research this shit. I don't know, man. Uh, I would fund that study. But, um, yeah, dude. Women have gotten way hotter, man. Like, boomers had a way easier time buying houses. But, you know, things even now generationally, because we got hotter women and we got stronger weed. So, I think it all works out. I think it all works out. Um, yeah, man. Anyway, shout out Pete Davidson. Uh, so, um, there's this tradition in ancient India. Uh, it's called sati. Uh, basically, what it was is that when a man died, his widow would throw herself into his funeral fire. Yeah, terrible. And she'd be burned alive. You know, disgusting, horrible, barbaric. But I'm not going to lie. If someone did that for me, I would be flattered. Kind of a nice gesture, you know? I'd be watching that as a ghost, dude. I'd be like, hell yeah, dude. I was the fucking man. Like, and by the way, like, if you feel uncomfortable with this joke, like, let me be clear here. I'm, I'm not a monster, okay? I wouldn't, I wouldn't just want my wife to do that. Like, come on. I'd want everybody in my life to do that. Like friends, family, coworkers, audience members at open mics. <laughs> like jump in, buddy. What are you doing? Y'all miss me or what? Um, all right. Um, all right. Well, I think that's pretty much all I have for today. So give it up for your host and uh, have a great rest of your evening. Fantastic garage. Amazing. What? You're leaving already? Oh, yeah, that's way better than this. I understand. I don't want to be here either. Uh, just kidding. I love it here. Is Dashiel here? Dashiel? Is Phil Patrick here? All right, your next comedian. Coming to the mic. Very funny, Phil Patrick. So uh, I find jewelry very confusing because uh, we wear like rings on our toes, uh, we wear bracelets on our ankles. I think we should start a new trend, which is wearing watches on our ankles. Uh, that way, when I buy feet pics online, they're time stamped. Um, I was dating a girl recently, and she was like, "Phil, why can't you call me like a pet name? I want I want a nice term of endearment." And I was like, "Well, I could call you Babe." 
He goes, well, that's that's not unique. You could call anyone babe. And then I was like, well, I could I could call you your name, Sarah. He goes, well, that's that's not special. Uh, so now every anytime I want her to feel special and unique, I just say, I love you, password one. Uh, I'm from Canada, and uh, in Canada, a life sentence is actually only 25 years. And what's interesting about that is uh, if you were born and then you killed everyone in the operating room, uh, you would only go to jail for 25 years, which means when you come out, uh, you'd still be too old for Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, there's a, there was a graph I was looking at recently, which uh, it looks at, it basically showed that the more p sexual partners you have before marriage, uh, the higher your chances of divorce, which is really great for my anxiety, because now every time I have a one-night stand, I just think, wow, this will devastate my future children. Um, I think we could do better with terminology. I find wet dreams versus wetting the beds very ambiguous. Um, as a kid, I was jealous of my friend who wore a diaper to bed because uh, I thought he had really thick loads. So then, then I looked online and uh, I read that you can, if you drink more water, that you'll have thicker loads. Um, so then I tried that and now I just have a peeing fetish. So I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I find dating apps, all these paid tiers they have, they just keep escalating and escalating. Like I remember when... Tinder Gold was just, you get to s get more swipes. And now there's like, Tinder Platinum, put your name, put your profile to the top. And I'm excited for next year where it's like Tinder, Tinder Diamond, they literally can't swipe no on your profile. Uh, and then Tinder Carbon's coming out next year, which is um, literally they just send you their location 24 seven. Um, so, I find when I, when I talk about previous sexual encounters with my partner that it's like we, when we remember it, it's like we saw two different movies. So like when I remember it, I remember the extended edition. Um, but when she remembers it, she's like, yeah, it's kind of like the director's cut. There was too much commentary. Um, but her performance was very convincing. Uh, my least favorite thing about this is when she mixes up the character names. And uh, all right, what else we got? So studies have showed that um, burning to death or getting buried alive are actually the two worst ways you can die. Isn't it dark that after you die, we then either burn your body or shove it down a hole? Like, is that not dark enough? Where do we go from here? Picture this. Your husband, all of you guys, yeah, we're woke here. All of your husbands, your husbands die in a terrible motorcycle accident. And then you go to the, your, your, it's the funeral and there's a priest there with a big bucket of holy water. And he just waterboards his corpse in front of the whole family. And then there's your mom just going like, he always wanted a religious funeral. So there was a teacher in San Jose recently that she got caught going down on one of her students. And it's always interesting when it's a female teacher because you always see these posts online and it's these, these they'll see women and they're like, she's disgusting, she's the devil. And then you see these creepy old men posts and they're just like, fuck, I wish I had a teacher like that back in my day. Uh, well, the truth is those teachers did exist. They were just sucking the cool kid's dick. All right, that's my time, I think. <laughs> Phil Patrick. Give it up for Phil Patrick, everyone. Hooray. All right. Does everyone else get jealous when they walk by a group of homeless people and be like, man, they have way more friends than I do? Yeah? 
It's like, man, if I just knew crystal meth was the, was the key to friendship, I just wouldn't have gone to college. All right, your next comedian coming to the mic, the very funny Newman. Whoa. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Um, I drool a lot in my sleep. I drool a lot. Yeah, and um, I was sleeping with a girl a couple days ago, and she got mad at me for drooling, which I didn't think was fair because she spit in my mouth like 20 minutes ago. So that, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, me and that girl, we didn't, she ended up breaking up with me because she said she had commitment issues, which I didn't buy she's watched every episode of law and order svu and i was like how are you going to watch 900 episodes of people getting sexually assaulted but like i'm too much you know that's that's not nice okay yeah i feel like the apple screen time feature that's a weird feature on your phone because it's a feature that makes you feel bad about using their product too much like no other company can get away with that like like xbox can't have a thing where they're like if you play more than three hours a day we're going to send you a letter calling you a virgin, you know, like that's not something they can do. Yeah, um <coughs> we're we're in a recession apparently, but I really couldn't tell cuz I was born in 2000. So like my entire life has been a recession in a way. Like I think the only difference between now and then is like I finally understand why my dad was crying so much, like that's all. Okay. I um yeah, I'm part of Gen Z, but I feel like Gen Z and millennials, we're pretty much the same. Like, we're really progressive and, like, really poor. Like, I think the only difference between millennials and Gen Z is I feel like millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house, only to be really disappointed. And then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher. You know, that would be a nice thing to have in my house. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a dishwasher. Um, What else? Uh, see. How how's your guys' Friday going? Good. That's nice. Yeah. Um, they're building a lot of anti-homeless architecture in the city. I'm a big fan of that. I think they should go all the way. Cause you know what's the most extreme form of anti-homeless architecture? Housing. So yeah, that's. Um, big fan of reality TV. I like reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like, I'm very single right now, which you guys could tell. Very single. But I was watching The Bachelor, and I was like, you know what? I've never been desperate enough to go to ABC for help. Like, that's not where I'm at. I also like HGTV. I like HGTV because that's the only network that's explicitly saying, fuck poor people, you know? Like, have you guys watched that show Fixer Upper? It's a weird show, man. This show where someone has a leaky faucet, and their solution is to destroy their entire home and build a new one like i feel like hgtv wants to be more relatable and they need to make a spin-off of house hunters and just call it risky rentals or just a bunch of 20 somethings when you get that closet they stuff harry potter and being like you know what it's possible i think all right i'll do this last one i'll get out of here um actually no i think that's it for me all right goodbye guys Incredible. Is Edward here? Is Wes here? All right, your next comedian, the very funny. I like that jacket. The very stylish and very funny, Wes Young. Woo! 
Thank you. Thank you for having me, as always. Uh, oh, it's a big crowd. A big crowd of four. Fantastic. Great. So, yeah, uh, holiday season's coming around. And uh, I think as Americans, we need to admit to ourselves that we don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. Uh, how do I know this? Well, if you think about it, um, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been to a store? Uh, not before, uh, but e not even after, but even before Halloween. What do you usually see? You see Christmas shit. Christmas decorations, Christmas cards, Christmas themed food. Not even Thanksgiving yet. And uh, that gets glossed over. Yeah. Um, decorating your house with just um, dead leaves and uh, small pumpkins, that doesn't count as decorating for, for Thanksgiving, by the way. That's decorating for fall. You're decorating for a season, not a holiday. That's the equivalent of uh, asking someone, hey, are you decorating for Christmas? And your answer is, yeah, I got a bunch of fake snow in my living room. Uh, how about Hanukkah? Are you, are you decorating for Hanukkah? Yeah, same. Fake snow. Uh, decorating for Kwanzaa? Yep. Fake snow. Uh, yeah, and where would you even get uh, Thanksgiving decorations at? Like, if they even exist? Like, what, at a Ross? Like, if, if that's the only place you can find Thanksgiving decorations, then there's a big problem. Um, what would it even look like? Like, do you know of anyone that actually decorates their home with uh, images of uh, pilgrims and uh, indigenous people? Yeah, that's not a problematic image there, right? Not at all. Next thing you know, you hear someone saying, excuse me, and they're called Indians? I'm like, who, who the fuck says that anymore? But you know that someone out there does, and that's the sad part. Um, in my apartment... I have uh, an autumnal wreath. I look at it every day and I just think, what the fuck is this? Uh, th this, is, uh, this is not my idea. Um, guess the ethnicity of my girlfriend. Come on, take a wild guess. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you for guessing correctly. Oh, yeah. But this, the funny thing is this was my choice, by the way. <laughs> No, totally fine. Totally fine. That's what happens when you like retro wave. Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know. You, you know. It's the only thing that uh, would consider it be a legitimate Thanksgiving uh, decoration is if you have children and they come home with uh, construction paper cutouts of their hands uh, decorated as turkeys. That's that's about it. Um, and unfortunately, that's incredibly sad. Um, turkeys are starting to catch on that uh, Thanksgiving sucks. Uh, this year, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that they're starting to catch avian flu. It's like they're saying to us, uh, have fun with our disease-ridden corpses. And uh, if you get a, a healthy bird, congratulations, uh, have fun with inflation. Uh, yeah. Um, I think people use Thanksgiving uh, as a way to coerce others into spending time with uh, 
family uh, while being thankful for being thankful for things that they're actually not thankful for. If you like your family, congratulations, you lucked out. Uh, if you don't, then it's a time of mourning. What are you mourning? Uh, you're mourning the loss of several days worth of free time to people who are just genetically related to you. I think we should all uh, consider thinking about changing the name of this holiday. It should be short, straightforward, and uh, still conveying how boring it is. We should just call it Family Day. Happy Family Day, everybody. Yay! Oh, fuck. Uh, because uh, Thanksgiving, uh, the name, it just conveys too much excitement for things for that you aren't actually doing. Yeah, my name's Wes. Thank you again. Uh, and uh, yeah, have a good night. Give it up for Wes Young. Hooray. All right. Next to me is very funny. You can see him across the great state of California. Give it up for Jason Cruz. I uh, I peed in the middle of your set, Wes. I was I was in there, and I thought it would be rude to flush. So whoever's in there, that's that's my pee. Yeah, it's, he's peeing on top of it. It's let's keep it going, you know. Let's all pee on top of each other's pee. Thank you. Yeah. Just keep it going, you know. All right, I uh, got a white dad and an Asian mom, you know? That's a weird childhood, I think. Like, I had to get straight A's in school or else I wasn't allowed to smoke weed inside. So, it was weird. Uh, my parents were atheists, so the only way I could rebel against them was to convert to Catholicism. I think I converted at, like, a weird time, you know? It was like God was just beginning to be okay with gay people when I started becoming Catholic, you know? Which is, I think that's proof anyone can change, right? Like God was the original homophobic guy. And like he just decided recently, he was like, you know what? They're cool. It's fine, you know? That's that's a hard, you know, like he was he was burning them for a while. Now he's cool with them. You know, it raises a lot of questions for me, you know, like, is it just like new gays that get to go to heaven or does he got to put all the ones that he's been burning for thousands of years on a bus? That's going to be one rowdy bus, right? Like that's thousands of years of gay sex they got to make up for. You know, that heaven's going to be very slippery for a while. That's what I think. I don't know where that joke goes after that, you know? I'm, I don't know. My girlfriend was, uh, is uh, bisexual, and I met all of her gay friends, and she says that I have homophobic vibes. I don't know what that means. 
What does that mean? You know, I was trying to be nice. You know, they're all they're all gay. You know, or some kind of queer. Even the way I say queer, it doesn't. It still sounds like a slur when I say it. You know, it's kind of like the word Jew in that way. It's like you say it a certain way, it's still a slur. You can <laughs> bring it back. No, I don't know. I was talking to one of them, and uh, he was a trans man, and uh, I didn't notice, but he told me, and I, uh, and I said, "Wow, you guys are a rare breed. I don't see a lot of you guys around. Welcome to the winning team." Nothing I said there was transphobic, but it I guess it had a transphobic vibe, according to my girlfriend. That's what I thought I was being polite, you know, I used his pronouns. I welcomed him to the winning team. I was like, how do you like walking home at night? <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> pretty cool. Pockets. Awesome, you know. One of her friends was gay and autistic. I was like, that guy probably fucks the same amount as me, right? That Those two cancel out in terms of, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe they're right. This The reception I'm getting from this room is that my vibe is homophobic. That's... <laughs> I'm trying my best, you know? No place makes me feel, I'm only 21, and living in San Francisco makes me feel like a boomer, you know? Because everyone here works in tech and is gay. And th so it's all technology and, and uh, you know, I just can't, the tech stuff bewilders me more than the gay stuff. I can wrap my head around that, but, you know, it, it is what it is, you know? I, uh, I thought that I didn't fit in because I was, uh, most of my friends are older than me. Uh, but then I went to a college party and it turns out that I'm just weird, you know? Uh, I thought I was going to be the coolest guy at the party because my friend gave me a bunch of Molly and he was like, you should sell this Molly at this party. So I was like, oh man, now I'm the coolest guy at the party because I have, no one does Molly at SF State. Like, they did not buy it, and also, I was the only person on Molly, and that ruined. Yeah, Newman bought the Molly. He was the only one that, he invited me to the party, and I still made him pay full price. That's the kind of friend I am. All right, I'm going to leave now. Give it up, Jason Cruz. Yay! All right, your next comedian. Very funny. Give it up for The Shield. Woo! Thanks, Tony. Never get high on your own supply, Jason. Come on. Especially like, especially Molly. No one likes anybody on Molly. Not a good advertisement for Molly to do Molly. Are you telling me if I do this, I'll look like you? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Start acting like a douche stuff. But yeah, you know, you need you need uh you need to be open minded in tech. You can't approach this quantum computing without the non binary folks, right? Like how <laughs> so stupid. I was like, I have to say this because Jason made his whole bit about this. It doesn't make it a good joke. But I didn't come up here to tell jokes, I came up here to vent. 
if any of you happen to be someone who is not antisocial by nature, but you want to experience loathing everyone around you and everything around you, strongly recommend that you give a shot at producing a comedy show. Definitely going to ruin your fucking life. You're going to hate your family. You're going to hate your friends. You're going to hate your colleagues. You're going to hate your fans. You're going to hate your audience. You're going to hate complete strangers. I spent almost $200 and much more of my incredibly valuable time on these fucking flyers that I hung up all around Coal Valley. Some imbecile decided to take it upon themselves to fucking take them down because guess what? I went and followed the rules. Did you know that there are rules in San Francisco around posting flyers? There are. It is your fucking privilege as a San Francisco resident to post flyers on the fucking phone poles that we have around the city as long as you avoid six particular blocks and your flyer isn't more than 11 fucking inches wide and tall and you do all these things and you're supposed to post it ecologically by using a chain of fucking rubber bands and paper clips and I did all of that shit only to have some schmuck come along and be like, oh, this is particularly easy to take down. And I don't care if this is some little old lady who thinks that she's fucking picking up litter or a homeless person or someone who works at one of these businesses. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and buy a fucking staple gun, like I should have done the first time around, and I'm going to go back to Call Valley, and I'm going to hang up what little left I have of these fucking flyers, and then I'm just going to wait. I'm going to sit somewhere, and I'm going to wait for the imbecile that thinks they're going to fucking take these things down, and I'm going to nail their fucking hand to that phone post. Yeah. It's rough, man. I mean, would you pay $22 to see a dude who's from San Francisco and has been on Comedy Central and Netflix tell comedy? Probably not. Probably. probably. He said yes. Well, the answer is no. You say yes, but you mean no. There's statistically, you mean no. No. A fucking MTA officer would not give a ticket to this fucking show. You could parallel park in a fucking handicapped space and still will not get a ticket to this motherfucking show. And, uh, yeah, and that's, that's the nature of that. The only person this hasn't turned to me against is my son. He's also a comic, very funny, funnier than I am, and actually has commercial appeal, at least more than I do. And he actually had the decency to tell me that the name Seahorse Productions was gay. My, my San Francisco middle school son had the audacity to be like, Dad, your name for a fucking comedy production company is gay. You should make it Seahorse Comedy instead. So at least I followed that. Like, if it's, you know, th this is no, you know, Dane to the homosexual community. Yeah, that's it's just, you know, in the in the sense of it being non-representative of who I guess I would be able to project as a brand. I, th I bet they fucking took down my flyers in Castro, too. I saw people looking at them. I saw people, I swear I saw someone in the process of buying tickets on Eventbrite standing in front of one of my flyers. Clearly he didn't. No one did. None of the family or friends that told me they had did. You haven't, Newman? Newman was like, I'm totally going to your show. It's got fucking Pam in it. Did Diraj come? Did he perform earlier? Is Diraj not here? He was supposed to be on the lineup. Funny guy, but you want to see him? I know you want to see him, Colin. You care? See, he's like who? It's it's terrible, man. It's a uh, it's a loathsome thing. And mental illness is weird because I started talking about antisocial disorder and you know this turning antisocial. Have you noticed how they come out with all of these things about mental health awareness these days? And it's really cool to like accept people for whatever mental health issues they might have going on. Can't help but notice that certain pathologies are getting left out, right? Like just the other day, fucking Viola Davis was sharing a video of these two women sitting there. What to do if there's someone who is a narcissist in your life? Why you will never win an argument with a narcissist. Just gray stone them. Well, there's a gray rock, gray rock, period. You know, you don't give them anything. They have no ability to take any, you know, 
responsibility for anything they do or anything. It's like, holy shit, could you imagine someone writing an article like that for someone with bipolar disorder? Like, what to do if your friend has bipolar disorder? Cut them the fuck out of your life. Do not listen to their arguments. Do not accept their apologies or gifts. You know, exactly. It's like, they don't have a choice. It's their neuropathology. People don't choose to be a narcissist, right? They, they, they are born a narcissist and choose to perform stand-up comedy. All right, Tony, take this from me. Everyone, please go to a stand-up shows. Uh, he needs it. Anyways, uh, you're a headliner for tonight because no one else is here. Give it up for the very funny Colin Braun. When I remembered that I had to come to this, I had just left the barber shop. I went to get a haircut and a beard trim. And um, he ran out of time and couldn't do the beard trim, which is more than 50% of why I went to the barber shop. And it was a new barber. And he sucked. I don't think he did a good job of cutting the hair, but the small talk situation, guys, was really quite poor. I was talking to him about how I do comedy because I need to make jokes because I can't have a normal conversation with people. And he said, well, let me give you some advice as a performer. You don't need to always be on. You can just, you know, turn it off and, and just be yourself. I had just spent 10 minutes explaining how I could not just turn it off and be myself. I'm either on or I'm off, sitting, brooding in the corner while people look at me like this. What is that? Oh. That's what they look like. What do people always say? Just be yourself. Guys, I don't like myself. Most people don't. I'm spending Thanksgiving alone because of it. And what do people always say? Oh, come spend Thanksgiving with us. No! That is so much worse. A pity invite to a family's annual event to go knowing that there was a series of text messages. Hey, guys, we're bringing our friend Colin so he doesn't kill himself. I know it's Thanksgiving, but try not to mention the concept of family or love or gratefulness. <laughs> I can't connect with people. And I tell people that. Like, I'll see someone like, oh, no, he's, he's very handsome. I'd like to meet him. Oh, just go talk to him. What? Talk to him. People will tell me this after having talked to me. They know how miserable it is to be on the receiving end of it. You guys all know you're on the receiving end of it right now. I have a friend, I guess, and um, I asked if he wanted to hang out. He said, uh, well, our friend is in town, so we're going to take him out to dinner and drinks. I'm your friend. I'm in town. You've never taken me to dinner. Or drinks. All right, that's not true. He has bought me drinks. Here's a question. Have you ever given, have you ever gotten a depression pep talk from someone who has never, ever, 
ever been close to as depressed as you are. My coworker, so I was at a work event crying. Uh, it was a Giants game, and I was crying because this was two months after my divorce, and they did the kiss cam, and why do they get to be happy in public? This, tr this happened. This is true. I was crying at Giants Stadium, and my friend pulls me aside. He says, listen, Colin, I know how hard it is. I remember once in high school my girlfriend broke up with me, and I wanted to kill myself once. Once? You wanted to kill yourself once. One time. If suicidal thoughts were 200 calories, I would be 875 pounds. Which was funnier when I thought of it today um, after the barbershop. Uh, what else was there? Oh. Um... I hooked up with a really hot Jewish guy two weeks ago. He was a 10. I don't hook up with a lot of 10s, as you can probably guess. Um, but it felt good to do my part against anti-Semitism, um, doing hard work in my own community. And whew, guys, wow, he was, he was not Gentile with me. <laughs> he was just a hot Jewish top, or as they're known in the gay community, a dreidel. Um, some people say Jews control the world. I don't think that's true, but he, he definitely controlled mine for about 90 minutes. I've heard talk that the Jews have a machine that decides what weather will come, and I don't think that's true, but I think that he was a machine that decided whether I would come, and it rained twice, actually, uh, which doesn't happen a lot. I guess sleet would be a better texture. I'm going to write that down. Um, and afterwards, I was thinking, hmm, I like this man and everything about him. Is that the solution to anti-Semitism? Do we just need to dick them down? No? This was hilarious when I thought of it at uh, 9 a.m. after having stayed up all night having sex with, um, what's his name? He did not respond to any of my uh, messages after. Um, which hurt a lot. Um, but as it turns out, it doesn't matter if you're Jewish or atheist or Christian or Muslim or black or white or old or young or gay or straight. In America, Everybody leaves me. Thank you. Good night. All right. On three, we love you, Colin. One, two, three. We love you, Colin. Love this you, is true. Colin. Wes, will you, will you spend Thanksgiving with Colin? Because I feel like you're both on the same page. All right. Well... This was our open mic. Thank you all for coming. Let's get a round of applause for JW. JW, thank you so much. Running the mics, killing it as always. All right, well, unless anyone wants to go twice, that's the end of the show. Nope, great.
Your next comedian's very funny. He's been here for a years, many, many years. Give it up for Rory, yeah, Hunter Union. <laughs> Keep it going for your host, Pam Benjamin, because I apparently am my cousin right now. What's your name again? Anthony, yes, yeah, I knew your name, but like because you fucking called me by my cousin's name, I'm forgetting your name on stage right now. All right. What's your name, sir? Phil. Phil? That's a fucking bullshit lying ass name. Phil? Fuck you, Phil. With your plaid and your fucking khakis and your fucking, you know, Nikes. What's your real name, sir? So, Phil, uh, what do you do for a living? Suck dick and witness protection? All right. Cool. Dope, dude. I, I do the same. That's actually what I want to tell my, uh, my guidance counselor, you know, when I would go president, like, what do you want to do for uh, work, uh, Rory? Uh, I want to suck dick for witness protection, you know? And then my counselor was like, no, you have an F in Spanish. You can't do that. Point is, I can't say El Guaco, you know, while I'm gawkoing on a fucking dick for witness protection. That's hilarious of mine. Like, El Gawkoing? Come on, dude. Like, El Gawkoing? That's fucking hilarious, dude. Like, I, I should have gone to a Spanish resort for that shit. That's crazy. The guys, I, I love coming into comedy when like everybody's left. Because the host is like, oh, fuck, there's another open micer here? Shit, okay, um, I'm going to call you by your cousin's name. By the way, why don't you just like uh, sexually harass a man right there? I'm sorry, uh, there's a woman just walked in, and I said the phrase sexually harass. You know, and then like, <laughs> see, that's why it works. Like, I, I was sexually harassing a man, lady. Okay, it's okay. Um, uh, everybody who's listening, applaud if you thought sexually harassing a man was funny. That did not go as well as I thought it would. Like, you know, all right. You know what? Let's try that one more time. Applaud if you thought sexually harassing El Guaco was funny. Better. <laughs> That's funny. What's your name, man? Brett? Like bread. No, like, like bread, like white people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like look, 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 look at this. Look, look at this right. Now. I love how I said bread like white people, and you go like, no, nah, I'm sitting in the front row, right now. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, like bread, like whole wheat bread. What's your favorite type of bread? 
I don't know. I'm definitely going to say for your percent. But what's your favorite type of bread? Sourdough? You basic bitch. Yeah. All right, sourdough? You're making me feel sourdough about that. Oh, puns, people. I'm wearing a beanie and dad shoes, and I'm funny. You were about to look at your fucking purse and be like, no, he's not funny, and like try to fucking find you. Going right there. All right. Somebody asked me a question. Let's do this. We're getting into it. When's the last time I went to the dentist? Um, you know what's the most ironic part about that? No, no, I'm, I'm a carpenter, and like I actually fixed my dentist's office, and I had free braces. And then I got free braces, and then look at my smile. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck was that? What the fuck type of was that? Like, you sounded like you were deep-throating my dentist. <laughs> it was, ah, uh, uh, just deep-throating a dentist. His name was uh, Dr. Steve. I should not say his fucking actual name, but his name was Dr. Steve. Um... Lick, lick a Clintus. Uh, I, I love how the only woman is like, what's a lick a Clintus? <laughs> well, I missed it too. You know, like, I can't find a lick a Clintus at all. It's probably why I have bad teeth. You know, like, what, 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 what's a Clintus? Clitoris! Oh. Jesus, look at me, look at me. I look like a homeless Detroit person. I look like a homeless person who lives in Detroit. I know, and that's fucked up. Say it. I swear to God, if you don't answer the question, I will throw toothpaste at you. Don't fucking honk me. All right? You sound like my dentist. What was the question? You sound like every other woman I've been attracted to. It's just like, how much time do you have left? <laughs> you say chokes or jokes? I heard chokes. I really did. I, either way, like, I'm choking on anything. Um, I love how you brush that off like you went to a sorority. Like, chokes, nothing matters about that. All right, look at me. Like, I, look like, I, I, look, I, I look like Eminem from 8 Mile wearing dad shoes. All right, like... What's going on? You fucking had a backflash. You had a flashback for that, didn't you? You think all white people don't look alike? <laughs> I, will, I, I, I will puke my mom's spaghetti on my shirt right now. Mom's spaghetti? Okay. Yes, mom's spaghetti. Dude, you have a fucking guitar. Yeah, you don't know what Eminem is? All right. Guys, I'll actually leave you with a joke joke. Um, I'll do this one. Um, I like my woman like I like my pizza. All right. Um, I don't like him with vegetables. Point is, I, w I won't fuck a cripple. All right. No, no, that's not good. I'll leave you with another little card. I like my woman like I like my eggs um, by the dozen. I like my woman like I like my eggs, um, cage-free. I like my woman like I like my eggs. Um, the whites separated from the yellows. There we go. Don't applaud that. That's racist. That's my time, guys. I am Eminem.
up for Eminem. Yay. All right. Your headliner for tonight. Give it up for the very funny Brett Harper Jennings. Okay. All right. Hello, Mutiny Radio. <laughs> um, I wrote some. Uh, I wrote some bits about domestic violence. I think that's gonna really hit in this crowd. Uh, let's let's see. Um, I've been reading. I was at a Kaiser. Maybe this is a hard one to start. With. Well, okay. Uh, so I was at Kaiser. This is more just a conversation with a microphone. <laughs> Uh, I was at Kaiser, and they had, for Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, they had all these, like, vignettes from all the people who worked at Kaiser uh, and, like, who were abused. So it's, like, their stories. Uh, and I was reading them, and one of them started with, like, how does, like, a wealthy, beautiful, intelligent young woman from the uh, the suburbs of Walnut Creek end up being abused? I'll tell you. And I feel like that sentence was really annoying. This is more like a joke workshop. Uh, I want to make a joke about how, not that she deserves to be hit, but just how I wanted to hit her <laughs> after reading that. Um, I also, I feel like it's difficult to like edit domestic abuse survivors writing because you can't be like, well, you already said he hit you like a bunch of times, so you should probably take that out. Like it's hard to no okay, you feel free to participate. This is this is oh 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 I could do a pun about punchline. Yeah okay uh, the guy with the pinky ring says no so. <laughs> well okay wait let me think of the well I was reading another one and it was like ah oh, my husband would beat me with a rake uh, it was his favorite watershed tool. And I think that's funny that she knew it was his favorite tool. There's like something there <laughs> that's funny about that. Okay, uh, more things that are just thoughts. Uh, they also, they didn't name any of them, obviously, because it would they would like know who the person who was being abused was. So instead they just gave their ethnic background. <laughs> this is a true story. And they would go like a quarter Italian, a quarter Danish, half unknown. That was one of them. And, um, <laughs> which I think is funny. <laughs> yeah, they're making fun of you. Um, I, but I like that they weren't like, you know, you can't be like battered wife number 10 or like you can't number them. There's, okay. We're, it's fine. Uh, Uh, I got fired from a wine bar. I <laughs> I uh, worked there for two weeks. The reason I got fired is uh, I don't know how to open bottles because I don't really drink, so I don't. I didn't know how to open them, and I would break them. They would uh, shatter into glass in front of customers, and I always and whenever that happened, I was like, ah, it's just like an American magic trick. Like I just tried to convince them that it was normal because there's like a lot of foreigners came in. And then, they, I know, it's, okay, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> it made sense in my head. Well, let's see what else. Wow, this is actually very fun. Um, I actually genuinely love this. This is actually my favorite room. <laughs> Stop. 
Oh, yeah. No, feel free to... to I don't... I don't have anything else. No, please. Uh, let's see. Should I talk about Xanax? Oh, you've already heard that. Okay. Oh, oh, uh, I think, um, I think I'm too approachable. I, uh, because people feel very comfortable coming up to me and giving their opinion on me without knowing me. Like, a lot of times people will come up to me and be like, you're so awkward. And I'm like, I don't know, you. like, you're a stranger. But they're like, ah, but it's fine. And it's not fine. I was at Walgreens and... <laughs> And this woman uh, behind me in line was like, I was wearing a lot of brands. Like it said like Adidas on something. And she was like, oh, that's a lot of brands. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. And I was like, uh, and I really, but I really wanted to like give it back to her, you know? I wanted to be like, no, you're doing that. But she was wearing a dashiki. And I couldn't be like, well, you're just wearing traditional African garb because she just was, and that would be rude. Um, so I didn't say anything. Okay, this is, uh, let's see what else. How much time have I done? Is it just a minute? Two minutes? Wait, I have another thing. Wait, I want to talk about North Korea. I, <laughs> we're covering a lot of bases tonight. Uh, I was reading a book by this woman, this North Korean refugee. Uh, she escaped North Korea. And, um, and the whole time I was reading it, I was like, ah, oh, like, this is so me, you know, like I related so much to it. Like every time she was like, we were so hungry. I was like, ah, oh, I've been hungry before. Like, I think, okay. <laughs> okay. Finally. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, anytime I do that bit. Oh, oh, something my mom does. So I, I didn't know my mom did this, but recently, uh, I was talking to my friend she was like, every time I see your mom, uh, she thanks me for hanging out with you. And it's weird. And I, I brought it up to my mom. And I was like, stop doing that. Uh, it makes people uncomfortable. And she said, I believe her exact words were, uh, it's only right. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I'm just working through that. That's just a thing. Okay. No, one more, one more thing. Let's see. Ah. Uh, if anyone has, oh, uh, I, uh, I get nervous. I still get nervous saying swear words. Like, um, I, <laughs> sometimes I'll sing them to make them seem less bad. I'll be like, shit. Like, our, like if someone cuts me off in traffic, it'll just be like, fuck. And I think that's, okay, thank you guys. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Incredible! Give it up for all your comedians tonight. Round of applause. Big shout out to JW running the boards. You've all been great. My name's Anthony Mitchell. I'll be selling. Give it up for me! Yay! Thank you. All right.
sometime. Well, then can we just hang out? I mean, can we go to a movie? Cry together. Cause to me, baby, that would be so fine. Comedy battle. You don't have to be beautiful. You tell me all. I just need your body, baby. From dust till dawn. You don't need experience. To tell me all. You just need it all. 
sexy motherfucker. We need to talk about things. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. See, it really don't matter because it's all about me and you. Ain't no one else around. I'm even with the blindfold, gagged and bound. I don't mind. See, this ain't about sex. It's all about love being a child to this and life in the next. While all the cosmic talk, I just want you smarter than I'll ever be when we take that walk. Come here, baby. You sexy motherfucker. Come here, baby. You sexy motherfucker. Horn, stand up, please.
Talented boy. Around this way, so I can work on that zipper, baby. Tonight, you're a star, and I'm a big dipper.
Over press save, so you can be the president. I'd rather be the Pope. Yeah, be the side effect. I'd rather be the dope. I'm scared of Sally, and you figure you would chill. Then you find out I'm the reason Sally's on the pill. What am I supposed to do when the press are dead? Can't get nothing past. Find an alley, find an alley. I say you can be the president. I'd rather be the Pope. Yeah, you can be the side effect. I'd rather be the dope. The Pope. 
He might have better luck if he was drumming with his dick. dick. If you don't play the piccolo, why you wanna lick? Check now check the drum, the drum solo, solo and tell me not, not to kick it. it. I love the taste of unpredictable licks. A loop is a loop is a loop. Uh. A loop is a loop is a loop. Uh. A loop is a loop is a loop. Got the same. Well, the only flock to the B that's a potent at the president with government lane. Put me on a slow moving parliamentary hacking bandwagon. You can put me little ass in the grave. Every time you want it, I'll be live. Bring a date. I mean, computer when it's over, press save. So you can be the president.
Thank you all for tuning in to the comedy battle earlier today, playing some Fresh Prince for you, and getting this next show on the road to Winner's Tavern. You hear the dog? 